You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, Pat. So we are out of our normally scheduled uh, slot, aren't we? We are. We're moving into 2023 slot, finding our pace and rhythm as, <laughs> yes. as we all are in this wild, wild world. Yeah. Um, and here we are under the skylight. There's a fan twittling above your head here that yes. we just installed. Yeah, a new, a new installation into uh, Cape Shank Acres studio, which yeah. is nice. And if you um, didn't have a spark in your eye, you definitely do now. So. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, a little yeah. twinkle. Yes, a little tw- twinkle coming off of the uh, galvanized aluminum. That's it. So yeah, we're breathing well here. We are. For it's once. lovely, actually. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and today, well, you've been surfing, so we're mm. trying to get over that personally. Yep. Uh, I can smell the salt coming off <laughs> yeah, it's true it's i actually am a little bit salty yeah you know? which and i'm salty too but in a different, in a way. different way yeah yeah um but we're heading into the promise of around ai's delivery of mm. value and and what that means for the future and we had a whole lot of noise happen last week and i'm sure it'll continue into this week around what that actually means so I feel like we're use, using this time to really decipher our own little sifts through the internet interactions. Definitely. Maybe you had a romance with an AI. I don't know. No, no, not since I saw you last. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. you had one before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you thankfully told me it wasn't real love. Yeah. <laughs> well, you listened for once. I did. So that's nice. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So really, we're just <laughs> rattling out the bag of thoughts like mm. the rest of the world right now on the potential of what that is yep. and where it sits. There's a good piece done on sort of Google scrambling together. Search has taken the the limelight as it should. It's mm. one of the most lucrative pies out there. Absolutely. Um, and Microsoft's having a real decent bite at that being being yeah but they still can't get bing to work right so it's, can't. yeah no it's and pretty hopeless just having loving with it. it just being able to sell yeah. story after story yeah so. yeah it's not it's not ready but i guess it's it's interesting in the failure will probably come their success and what i mean by that is that everyone's trialing it so being an ai it's learning what people are actually searching for it's able to then start to define the parameters of probably what it actually needs needs to look at so i think what a lot of people forget in times like this is that when google started it wasn't the google we know today Mm. right because everything in the world was just not indexed in the way that google now indexed it so there was no maps there was no places there was no reviews there was no context to to anything all of those things google have put in place um, to be able to kind of then have a layer that makes their search results much more precise. And what I've been thinking a lot about is that the precision that we're going to get to and trying to understand where this idea of kind of intelligence of an artificial variety might actually take us is to me fascinating, right? Because it's maybe not, it's, is it going to be reductive in choice and give us the definitive answer right so right if google now tells me there's four beautiful thai restaurants all with a similar restaurant uh, similar rating is ai going to tell me that that's the one for me mm, so i was hungry and yeah i don't know i that's where you think it's is it heading into a definitive or is it going to have that skew You're, yeah well that, that's what i'm yeah. that's the question i think for me that I, i'm kind of posing like is it so is it like intelligence, right? So intelligence yeah. is a decision is- alleviating yeah. and gives you the definitive or is it still 
leave you to have agency as a human being yeah hmm. and uh, and when you take that on a bigger scale like who who controls the market there who pays the most it's like yeah mafioso if you don't pay the bill then you're not going to be seen yeah that is that one exists reality right now. it re- exists right now exists but it could with, get worse it could, it, could get, it could get a lot worse yeah but equally it could get better and that's where we are at the fulcrum mm. yeah i've i went away and thought could this be the death of search as we know it yeah and like people call it chad or whatever but i went back into all the other different yeah like tech revolutions and they've always no one's ever got them right at the start no. around what the purpose the steam engine everyone underestimated what the steam engine was. they did the printing press yep. people are still writing history on the internet so let's not go there it's, it's <laughs> yep. contentious yeah but ai is like centered a lot on search at the moment it's like i wanted to like sort of shake the tree of you and I today to be like, <laughs> yeah. what is the potential that it's missing? And from mm. from a little bit of solo tree shaking yeah. um, with the help of the internet, really. Yeah, what did like, you land on? I landed on that I think everyone's at the moment, on this, in terms of big players, small players, data access is pretty unified. Mm. So I went away the other week thinking, oh, there's some closed lakes, there's some ecosystems that exist where you can have some value with some smart language systems, which is the AI that we know now. Yep. Where's the unique value there? Like, where's the actual input? And yep. I don't know if this, this is just me continually bringing this forward, but it is unique data of you, me, and anyone else For who, sure. who holds their own. Yep. So like, I was like, it's a crossbreed, the value that will come here between mm-hmm. <clears throat> YouTube meets... <laughs> what did I come up with? It was like YouTube meets like something really boring in terms of like, <laughs> yeah, I know what like you your everyday actions. If you give it, if you give a platform that is an AI generating decision making tool for someone at the end to figure out something that your data has something to do with X, mm. Y, whatever that inquiry is, but you've given property to that. So yep. it's a platform that distributes, yep. collates, and then spits out like that's where value is going to lie and then it's like where redistribution of that is if it can become and borrow a model from there would be fascinating Mm. in terms of opting in and out because that's the hard bit everyone's got the same the same information where do you start getting some of this unique information where do you start getting like concentration of that and where do you start like actually playing in and finding those differences and i think that's where the larger players are probably mm-hmm. going to struggle and we will see a new Google or we will see a new X um, yep. pop through. I think so too. And it's in some ways what you're talking about, like what I hear, what you're saying is that the thing that it makes me immediately think of is agency at the moment, agency in terms of actually acting as the human being dealing with search or really it's about the construction of information, mm-hmm. right? So every revolution we go through, whether it's the printing press, whether it's the steam engine, yeah. etc., they are all broadly the same as they restructure the way that information, goods, services get distributed. Mm-hmm. In this instance, agency, you could see a world where agency goes from kind of being able to make choice in what I search and what I find to choice being actually, do I accept a result or not, mm. right? Based off of, and do I share my data with it or not to get something that actually works with me at a, at a better level. So rather than kind of having, being tracked, being cookied, being all of these things that um, I guess the current kind of state of search has had to do to make us basically into a product. So every search we put in, that is 
whether you you know whether you like it or not it's it's monetized every search term is monetized everything that you actually ever put in is monetized and you know i mean there's often a game in google like how random can you make the search so that no one has a perspective or no one wants to advertise against actually what you just punched into the search bar but in this world it's there might be a definitive answer for the question you actually posed, but it could be actually that now I have the agency to choose to act on that or not. And that's where I think it's going to get quite interesting around what you're talking about, which is it's a real opportunity for data to sit on the other side of the ledger for once and actually sit in concert with the individual. Yeah, for sure. And it's like at a real moment of whether it's going to be more of the same. Or whether it's going to be a bit more peer-to-peer and as well that agency and that's where we've, we've harped on a fair bit about this in this podcast and that's like where is where does the individual come in here but we come from a contributor mindset but we're also understanding the plates that we're playing off yeah, uh, i never sure. played baseball but i feel like we're hitting off a plate mm-hmm. that is loaded at the moment with disinformation information polarization so that's where we're sitting like where in terms of a company or a proposition coming forward here and galvanizing that this collective imagination that's going around what is the potential of ai yeah is coming in and saying where does joe where does pat where does shelly where does anyone else Hmm. play into this where do they contribute to this and where does that go how does that work yeah and the person yeah. who can explain that the best and actually execute that the best, I think will be, it'll be, yeah, it's a minefield out there in terms of what, what can be created from that. Absolutely. And it's, it's, will it like, I mean, in your mind, do you, do you think it's going to create like a, so if, if Silicon Valley created a new industrial complex, which is really that it became about the Silicon chip mm. and the ability to, you know, basically make that processing power as quick as you possibly can the other interesting enabler of this and i think it goes hand in hand is where is computing and the actual power that goes behind this because one of the biggest lags already for microsoft yeah. is they are you know, the second biggest mm-hmm. owner of kind of um i guess servers and Compute kind of basically power. computing power in the world and they can't keep up yeah. with kind of actually what it is so now um so i've been playing with being heaps it's garbage by the way yeah in terms of what it actually gives you back but i can only now do three searches an hour right so i've been, <laughs> been, in, been an, restricted. in an nbn sense i basically i'm getting you know rural internet which is i can get an answer once every hour type of thing yeah and that's so that they can't keep up. So it, the other question that comes with this is what's going to go hand in hand with it? Yeah, what's going to enable that? What's is it quantum computing? Like what sure. is it that's actually going to sit sit with this? When Once you have quantum computing, what's interesting to me is that that is also intelligent. So you've got artificial intelligent, intelligence and then you've got um, computing power that is also intelligent in terms of the way that it actually distributes to be able to find an answer. And you do start to go, okay, this is where it gets really, really interesting. And why do you, what do you see that them playing off against each other, working together? I see them as enablers of, yeah. of, of the two things. So the, I mean, the, the possibilities of AI are infinite, but it's actually, it's the rendering speed that's the issue, right? So it's it's like, you know, I guess it's, you know, if you were... At the start of the internet, you're probably sitting there going, one day, you know, we'd be able to actually send send video. Now we look at it and we're just like, oh, God, like it's not quick enough. It's not buffering, et cetera. And that's a very uncommon experience, by the way, for people because it all pre-buffers, et cetera, coming, coming in if you have the remotest of kind of 4G connection. So, but what's the other piece that sits behind AI that actually enables it? Because 
we can't really make our communications infrastructure quick enough to keep up with what this thing because it's but rendering the, contextual answers yeah. in real time it's not search is slightly different in that it's a known logged answer set mm. in terms of the you know if i type in um you know why is better beer terrible i'm gonna get and it is by the way i'm gonna get a, a bunch of different answers that that come mm. from that that google's already broadly knows and kind yeah. of put up but ai is going to be different in that i think it's going to be prescriptive to the situation i'm in yeah, and knows you a little bit more, has a better data set on your question. Yeah, it might know that intrigue. I probably should be drinking low-carb beer. And like it might know all of these things that Google has a sense of, whereas I think AI probably would have a definite understanding of. Yeah, and I think I get hairs on the back when you keep going on about definites because it's yeah. like agency that goes there and what that is, the mm. ethics, which is a whole other convo. But yeah. yeah, hearing you there in terms of what, the power to actually generate this and create the economy that everyone's imagining and what that actually looks yep. like. And then what does that mean yeah. in terms of the future of the way that we interact with technology? But but it's definitely death of secrets, don't you think? Like there's no way, like today it's difficult to keep a secret. In the future, it's going to be impossible. To keep a secret? Yeah. No, it's never impossible to keep a secret. It's going to be pretty hard unless you live in a cave. <laughs> yeah, no, there'll be secrets. But um, yeah, you people think? will be privy to them for sure. But yeah. those always secrets. Um, but yeah, maybe it really pulls in this where data speaks louder than words. Maybe brings in some That's of that. That's maybe a better way to say it. Yeah, yeah, where it's like, well, hang on a minute. You did yeah. this action the other day. I call BS on what the hell you do. Exactly. You say you, don't, social media. you say you don't speed, but actually your average travel time is often, Joe, six kilometers over the speed limit, right? Yeah. Like that's that's the world we're entering, right? Because it's, it's the, but it's the, rent. what I'm trying to, um, I guess, express is that it's the rendering it's speed the rendering. of that. But that's what's the time. fascinating thing. And I think that's what's, in terms of the, the wildest thing for me is that this is called the imagination of so many people and mm. like everyone's dreaming into this. Yeah. And what that does in human history is create just potential, but then for yeah. people who want to innovate and build product out of that, they're like, mm. it's laden here in terms of if I put in a lot of toil here, there's an opportunity to maybe be able to capitalize yeah. and create some value true. for everyone. And but everyone's do, like, but that you, proof of concept's there. Yeah, true. But do you think that's contextual to the time that we're in? That it's, you know, broadly across the world, like, you know, inflation is rampant, cost of money is high. And so therefore, there's not a lot of like opportunity, so to speak. Like there's not a lot of big deals being done. There's not a lot of big but there money. But there is this a ton of big deals being done. In this space. In this space, for yeah. sure. But even other, like in terms, people are buying businesses, but they're not buying like a fart in the air. Like, no, they're, not they're going, buying real tangible things. And they're, they're like... Um, conglomerating so yeah. struggling assets or assets that can add value to For assets sure. people who with wealth yeah are buying are more stuff. building more wealth that's yeah. what well, always happens sure. in of this course. downturn but there's a thing with ai that it's like it's it's the it's like the new you could argue and this is like i think it's sensible to think like this that it's a little bit like the new cryptocurrency, right? People, oh, for sure. There's people splash it everywhere. Funds, yeah. But what we're talking about is actually that it's, it's really what it actually represents, which is it's a coming of age of data. Oh, sure. We're going to have a dot com in this. Yeah. So that's what happened. If we go back to the, the 2000s, yeah. I was 
pet AI. <laughs> yeah, pet AI. I saw, I saw you registering that domain name the other day. So, yeah. Shh, mate. Mate, it's already done. Confidence. You've already got it. It's already done. It's coming out in two months. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're seeing that spiel now mm. go out. Everyone's trying to have, uh, us included, have it. Yeah. Like a thought on it, and I think you'd be silly not to at the moment the other day where it really felt like the internet. But when you go back at the revolutions, that's why I built in the steam engine and everything else. It was like, I'm told a freaking domain name was the internet's value. It's yeah. like, that is mental. Yep. But it had a shadow of what actually was, was to come, come which is sure. commerce, which is like yep. so many things that we know now transformation into the digital economy, blah, 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 whatever you want to spin off for there, sure. but is yep. valid. But it was like 10. Yeah, to twelve years late, or even twenty, it was like nine two thousand nineteen. Everyone's talking about, and then COVID's like you got to become digital now. It's like you got to become AI. No, totally, and it and it's fascinating because it all ties into like I mean all the all the kind of the research platforms for like even a lot of the hardware manufacturers. So this this idea that they're all like Apple, for example, is trying to get rid of um, SIM cards, so physical SIM yeah. cards. They will have. They are like, getting rid of. Yeah, them. they're not trying. No, they're gone. they will, they're but they'll gone. be called an eSIM. So yeah. basically, like your number is your unique identifier, yeah. and if you start to overlap all these things together, you go well. There's going to be an increase in computing power. There's going to be this technology that has the ability to remember and predict and then there's going to be this ability for us to actually have a unique identifier which we've spoken about before right so it's going to be the mark of citizenship is actually your mobile phone number yeah or or your own ai when you get born like it's yeah but this is what we're talking about right it's you know like it's coming it's it's in terms of our data footprint i think that's what we're seeing in the background in Mm. terms of people who touch our data on on large scales we don't actually yet that you can really understand a person's profile by their actions. And that's yeah. happening in terms yeah. of selling product, but then if it's servicing, yeah. whether you're government or yep. not. Yeah, so it might not be a passport number. It might just be a mobile phone. It becomes like your number becomes your number. It's the unique number in the world. And it's, it's. I was like, oh, wow, that's really interesting that yeah. they're actually, they're breaking away from, you know, they've kind of done this through iCloud, I guess, in terms of kind yeah. of that you basically, everything you have on one device just simply just in, well, I mean, it's, I say simply, it's pretty close that it's painless in terms of that, that initial transition. But the next thing is that, well, you don't have to bring the SIM over either. You don't have to plug anything into this thing to get it onto the network. Yeah, oh, for sure. I think you scrap, scrap all that, it'll be your face. But yeah. what, because it'll be, we've spoken about this before, where it gets rid of the keyboard, gets rid of like our device. Finally fix my posture because of, yeah, I'm constantly taking constantly selfies. Tapping. Yeah, um, it's true. Yeah, you- and but the the one thing pulling it all back, like I think that's definitely going down the line. Twenty years from now, we we'll look back at the technology that we used and go, that is like hold the telephone. What was the telephone? It's like yeah, hold the what? Hold what? Yeah, what do you hold? Yeah. But before we get there, the real value now is I keep coming back to it to data. Yeah. I was watching something today around Jamaaf talking about in terms of where's value going to be created. And I was like, data. that whole, because everyone's like holding data like fruit loops, but it's, yeah, it's not one piece. It's like where it comes from, how it's vetted, mm. but then the people who are in the market to buy that data at the moment. That's the interesting piece and in who sells that for sure. Is it going to be government owned? Is it going to be privately owned? And that's the fork in the road in terms of five years, how we're going to interact in the future is around who has that and who's clever enough to be able to file and start to create value. And it's probably going to be to the wannabe behemoths or the existing behemoths. And that's 
Well, sad. I mean, that's, that's where the money is. So, you but that's know. sad, but that's where it could go. And then you're to your point around compute power, whether we can make compute power more accessible to individuals. And this is where we start pulling it back into Web3 space. There's still movement around being able to make a supercomputer accessible to yep. sort of startup culture, everyday people to be able to access sure. things. It's like, do we head down the peer-to-peer, which is just feels like super hack yeah. world, or yeah. do we go streamline like Ken, Bing? But Bing just keeps not doing it. And I just keep hearing yeah. Reddit in the background. I hear the comment section getting louder. And there's this weird wave. There's this energy of humans that are talking. Yeah. Like sure. it, it feels very how the internet started to make yeah. things like these... But it, but it's always together. it's always the you know like a, I forget the name of the the author of the book but it's you know the it's the black swan event right so, yeah and I don't think this space has had that so you know no one to be honest no one saw Tim Berners Lee writing um, HTML right so yeah. no one no one saw that no yeah. one saw that coming but then yeah. the second it was there it changed changed everything yeah. and the thing that we live in at the moment that I often find is that we're we're in closed loop. Um, system so like if you live in an apple world it's impossible to get out of it right and that's the thing that they've actually built well you can but it's it's painful and why would you it's beautiful it's beautiful and embracing joey's talking through his apple therapy (laughs) yeah you just just can't get can't get away from it but that that said yeah the thing that i think is instructive when you start to think about the future is that that might not be where we actually end up because data sovereignty and individual number portability post in a post device world, in theory, all of these things are just going to come with you. But then the thing that we still don't have is like there is there actually isn't without the physical infrastructure at the moment enough computing power to deal with the possibilities that we could actually put forward. And you, if you look at the actual the computation the computational um, possibility of AI. I mean, it's astounding, right? So you talk about, you know, like 20 years time, do you want to get, you know, out of orbit and do you want to get into deep space exploration? The math, this thing would just be able to solve perfectly. And those are the things that are really, really exciting because they're they're transformational, right? You could see an AI that's able to actually go, the world needs this amount of energy today. So therefore I'm going to do X with this nuclear fission device that we've created. Like it's, it's astounding about what, could happen but i don't know if it's an issue of the the artificial intelligence piece where it's actually about the computational power to drive it so it's an industry building piece it feels like that so it feels more like to me the other side of this is like you know who's going to make who's going to make the chip right who's actually going to make the chip who's Who's going to make make the the mobile tower yeah Mm. and where's that look and where yeah yeah and yeah what's stopping that what's the friction point if if there is a point for it to go hmm. well i think stop? people are definitely working on it oh for sure like and it's, it's people kind of... working on the electric car for a long time <laughs> it's true and then it just popped right well it just popped so it's like no. where it goes but uh fascinating stuff i'm glad you bring in that industry because it's it's a big question around what is possible we've definitely got the dreamers out there yeah who need that and then it's the real the yeah. realist about rain it in and be like well yeah to actually get this ship to land it's in your head. Yeah, but, but less, less, some, um, less, <laughs> less, some um, fucking augmented cat pictures, please, and more like kind of like real, like it's just it's astounding, isn't it, the way the human mind kind of like it's still a bit of a novelty, whereas like you could like 
It was so pattern. It's like we had yeah. YouTube started with cats. It's yeah. like I know, but like imagine the infographic layers you can build with this sort of stuff. So like if you wanted to be able to intermix like intergenerational poverty plus exposure to climate change plus exposure to kind of lack of um, ability to kind of gain meaningful education or employment and you can just whack that all on top of one another using an AI to basically show that's actually the spot where it's worse right and those are the things that yeah but Joey, not the one thing that's crazy is that we have that like, I know that's that's no, what I mean but we, but we make cat photos but we've always had like do you know yeah. what I mean it's not that hard to find that info no. out like no. we don't need an AI to say that and no you don't but it should it. be able to take all the random references that are in it slightly different and just go that's what it looks like that's what a hot mess of a community looks like yeah for yeah. sure but like we've got that like that's uh, yeah. that's where we get to the human conscious pieces like we yeah. produce three times the amount of food in the world <laughs> it's true mate, we still freaking throw out you're right uh, yeah two-thirds of that yeah at best and then only that's half true. of them eat well because we don't want to if that. we don't want to eat wonky carrots who knows so yeah in terms of market dynamics how that all works out like humans uh, are fucking messed up that's true but it starts it starts there right it starts with to me, it's like those are the possibilities, but then most things you see are not that, right? They're actually not. They're no, not that. They're not. They're and not. And it takes an out-of-the-box yeah. sort of thought like yeah. HTTP to be yeah. able to land For something sure. and then change it. And we don't yeah. even really know what that is. But that might be the coding, all right? I mean, that's the that's the last part probably like to, to touch on is that if you can if you can basically run it so it's got enough power to run it it's got enough predictive ability to be kind of definitive um i know you don't like the term but at least directional really <laughs> clearly directional allow you to make a choice it can be contextualized to you as an individual then the last piece of that is kind of you know really what we actually are kind of i think staring into the face of is this world that is it's actually that to me it's not even augmented it's actually it's it's a more true reality than the one we see today. But that's weird because you're telling me, I don't know if I'm missing a few marks here, but yeah. you're saying I've got to get out of the cave at one point in this combo. Yeah. But that feels like you're going straight back into the cave. That but has that's probably the duality of it. echoes of it. Yeah. Like that's, that's, I suppose that's why, hmm. well, what was his name? The Greek philosopher's story is Aristotle's Aristotle. cave is just yeah. so pointy and then carries through this sure. in the it's human, human it's a human that. truth yeah it's a human truth so i would argue like we're not gonna like being told what is true right. well i was <laughs> like yeah. i was talking about this the other day there's like classic male syndrome of listening to someone tell you where to drive yep. and the generation around i don't know if the, you i know actually you yeah. don't like maps i don't like maps. yeah i know a lot of men similar age to you hate maps yeah. I sort of accept maps, but I don't let the voice tell me where to go. <laughs> yeah. And now people are literally guided by it. Yeah. Like we were driving the other day and I heard someone that's like they had the subwoofer, but they had the maps. Yeah. Yeah. Tell like them what running, running Turn the show. in two meters. Yeah. But in where I was going with that is just that, that corrosion of what is normal, but what exists still is like that weird, like human cultural element, but the acceptance of it changes, but the line hmm. is the same. If that makes sense. No, it's, so normal, it's, it's it's for sure. But it's it's, yeah. it's just the landscape's changed, yeah, but it's sure. still the same behavior yeah. that sits behind it, but interprets the existence. But knowledge knowledge is power, right? So yeah. if you if you unpack that, and I think it's a really good point to make. So 
when I was young, like knowing where to go was actually a competitive advantage because you actually knew how all the road network worked together. So like it's, you know, like the classic thing, like they explain about London taxi cabs, right? So if you drove a London taxi cab in the 90s, you needed to know how London worked, yeah. right? And because you knew how London worked, you were able to actually make money out of it in a black cab, yeah. right? And then came, you know, kind of private cabs, which were kind of, they were... They only knew how to get to certain places. So like a private cab can get you to the airport. He can probably get you to major places, but you ask him to take you back the whoop whoop of kind of um, Southwark. It has no idea how to get you there. And then came Uber. And Uber was actually like a transportation map with a driver sitting in front of it. And they knew everything that the black cab driver did, but not the context of like that. Timings. Know, timings and kind of how traffic works. But now it actually does right so it's like it's like i always think about this as like me and my brain i'll be like oh that's the best way to go but it's not real time it's no. lived experience and yeah. that's that's different whereas i watch younger generation they look at it they go i don't know that might have been good but this is a better way to go and which is crazy you just said something there and that's the unlock i think for the future of is lived experience and where do you actually place that in the value chain for and sure that's where the human comes back in and that's but that's your point right? yeah it's well, self-evident like it's going to be our experience well, our memories our stuff and how do you collect that how do you group that mm. how do you disseminate that knowledge because yeah. that's where it sits yeah. and that's what's it's a fluid thing but the last last thought like building that out so if you imagine that this thing is going to be able to basically hold your memories hold your dreams the way that your brain thinks and be able to actually Love play to that back chat to you. it but <laughs> you're not going to like it i know we're not going to like it i know so it's yeah. like the power it's because it's, it's cognitive dissonance that's what you're talking about with aristotle right so yeah. it's you know most of our philosophical wanderings through life is literally how we deal with our cognitive dissonance mm. right so like I don't like like to kill things, but I, I'm going to go home and eat a steak, yeah. right? It's that, like, it's just, it's human. Like that's, that's how we are. I don't want to wreck the environment, but I'm not going to turn my AC off, right? And that we just push it away. Whereas I think this is going to be, and this is it's what I think it's going to be really interesting for us is that it's a genuine mirror of what you actually do. And then on yeah. top of that, which is, yeah, real fascinating what you're saying there is like, we've got real hard problems. That actually that demand humanity's that. caused and like it's in humanity's consciousness. It isn't like no one's it's where it's like front and center right now. And where the AI is used as that tool is like yeah. a parameter's put on how much meat you eat, a parameter's put on how much AC, a For sure. like unless you're doing X, Y, Z. It like, could just all be curved, right? It's it just, just, it's, it's, if we use it in that way, it'd be wild yeah. and then humanity's reaction to that will be we'll lose our mind crazy. like imagine in new zealand like they yeah. literally i mean they're culturally they're heading this way after like what they've just been through yeah. in terms of like you know really the first time i've ever heard a prime minister come out and be yeah. like we're not sure whether we should rebuild here and that's a conversation we actually need to have right around where this is actually all all heading but like if you can imagine an ai future it'd be, be like no you definitely shouldn't yeah because the model tells us that that's actually the stupidest thing you can ever do so you Rage how's against the machine. Can, how's that going to play out? Yeah, rage against the machine. I can but maybe that's where it. the mythology around Terminator and all these things comes from, is that it's maybe we're not afraid of the technology, maybe we're afraid of ourselves. ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, there's something in that, yeah. 100%. Hmm. Oh, well, I'm going to go ponder on that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and drink, drink my uh, my better beer and uh, get <laughs> on with it. see what comes out of that. Yeah. But, but good chat. Yeah, always, mm. mate. So 
appreciate shaking the tree with you done all right so uh next week we'll just keep diving in i reckon yeah Yeah, but maybe more on the conversational side yeah really get into sort of what that how quick it needs to be yeah how how quick quick, it's going to need to be how quick it is needs to be to service the dreams that are there and then what is actually is it 9g what is it yeah Yeah. and let's get out of the g's like surely we've got it it's got more g's in terms of x's (laughs) q's it could be q y's like (laughs) or z's or z's depending on where you are in the world yeah so let's go there done all right thanks pat thank you Thank you for listening to BAU Business as Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.